years of emotion and experience. I'll try anything. I'll risk everything. I have nothing to lose. Hey guys, we're back. It's Mamba. And it's Blanco. Um, so that clip was obviously in memory and in honor of our beloved Anthony Bourdain, who, as the as whole we world all know. knows, mm-hmm. um, committed suicide this past week. I can't even, I can't even, like, explain. I, I don't think I've ever felt a death like this so um, closely to my heart mm-hmm. than, I think the last one was Amy Winehouse. That one shook me to my core. Yep. But the thing is with Amy, like, we kind of saw it coming. We, we saw, saw the it signs. coming. We saw the signs. The signs were there. The signs were there. She, yeah, I'm not going to get into that one, but um, mm-hmm. this one shocked me and shook me. It's crazy because, like, it came out of nowhere. He just, I feel like he just had so much going for him. Like, yeah, he's so successful. He's so mm-hmm. highly regarded. Like, I've never heard anyone hate on Anthony Bourdain. He's, Nobody. like, one of the most beloved celebrities yeah. of our time. Yeah. So, most beloved chef, I feel like. He's been on the air for years. Like, I remember watching him with, like, as a family, mm-hmm. like, with my sister, my mom and dad, we'd, as a family, watch that show together. Well, and that's the thing with Hearts Unknown. It wasn't just the, just the food that he would speak about. It's like you would learn about new cultures. Yeah. Really remote cultures that, you know, the average American would know nothing about. Right. It was, I don't know, it. The way he told stories also. He was just, such like, a touched good, your heart. So such a good storyteller and then he would relate to people on such a genuine level. Like cause there was other travel eating there's, shows. There's so many other travel And they were entertaining, but his he was different. Well and I think like his his rock and roll spirit, like Yeah. Just, like, a little bit of a bad boy, reformed bad boy. But like so edumacated. So edumacated. Uh, like, so <laughs> insightful, so genuine. And like the fact that he had like a dark past, like he's seen shit, like brought yeah. it such a yeah, yeah, yeah. like a fresh perspective to the he was show. a real person. Because like sometimes I feel like when people do like um documentary type shows like they're really dry yeah whereas he's like he's lived a life he's real you know like he's real yeah like and and we've had days where we talk about anthony bourdain and our love for him and like how soothing we found his voice and how like oh i can hear his voice right now it's making me so shook i feel like last time we talked about him was like literally months ago we just went on a whole like we like I would say on the monthly we go on like rants about how much we love Anthony and Bourdain. we talk about the show. He's he was our desktop for a little he while. Was, he was. I've read his book. I haven't gone that far, but I like I'll rewatch um, certain episodes of Hearts Unknown. Yeah, like I. So I think the first show he had was on um, Netflix. No or what, reservations, I think it is. Yeah, it was either on Netflix or on, or on Crave, but we rewatched them all, and then he had that new show. And, like, I feel like he was jogging. He was jogging it so hard. It seemed like he was jogging hard, and, like, that's why it just, like... And he was, like, very open about the fact that he, like, had substance abuse in yeah. his past, but, like, past, but it just sounded like 
you know, he he has a successful show yeah. that he's like really passionate about. Yeah. And then he had like an eleven year old. Yeah, baby girl. So and he he has like a snatched girlfriend right now. Yeah. Like it just every everything seems like like Smooth so good. Sailing. Yeah, everything's kosher. So it just came like out of nowhere. It was a shock. So Anthony Bourdain, mm-hmm. wherever you are, we're thinking of you and you've forever changed the lives of oh everyone God. in the world and i don't think we can talk about this anymore because we're I'm literally about getting to cry. devastated right now oh my god okay so our first talking point mm-hmm. handmaid's tale because as you know we did have that bingeable episode last when we um, went in on the shows last week two or the week ago, before yeah two weeks away mm-hmm. two two weeks ago we took a break because we needed more time for research but um we are going to keep up our handmaid tail uh segment because we love this show exactly so i'm gonna hand the mic over to you lead the convo okay so on the last handmaid's tale we find um the aftermath of the bombing in gilead i have to say like this show is shot so beautifully because that opening scene when all of the handmaids are wearing like the black um cloaks yeah and then they have like the red um like sash i guess like in front of their face yeah and then it's all like against like the white snow it's just like so pretty like really sad but like really pretty and i i feel like it's like the parallels between the show and like things that happen in real life are like are are like kind of you, makes you think. Yeah, for sure. Because, mm-hmm. like, like she did that. Um, she suicide-bombed, like, all the commanders. And you're like, yes, like, yes, yes girl, girl, get, get it. it. But, like, more handmaids died than, yeah. than commanders. Yeah. Um, so that's basically where we leave it off of. Um, and because of the handmaid's tale, or they're, sorry, the handmaid's dying, um, they brought back... Um, Alexis the doll. What's her name? I don't remember. Off. They're all off. But what's her off. like real name? I don't remember. Off Glenn. Off. No, there. There's like last episode. I think they or was it this episode that they end? Yeah, it's this episode that they end it where they start um, introducing their actual names to each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it okay, like yeah, creates yeah. like a bond. Okay, yeah. Because the handmaids are like made to be paranoid of each other so that they don't like rebel they're made to be like afraid of speaking to each other yes exactly mm-hmm. so like at the end they're like introducing themselves with their real names exactly yeah but, but i don't remember it because i i'm so bad anyways alexis bladell yeah so that hoe and the girl with no eye who's just like cuckoo really for cocoa puffs crazy. yeah she's so crazy she's not all she's there but i well. think didn't we find out in like the first season that she had been like i don't know like a crackhead no, okay, so that was the girl with no tongue. Oh, so she yeah, 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 used to yeah. Be a crackhead, and at first she was like super like against them rebelling. To rebel You're right. She was like, mm-hmm. "Yo, this is like I actually had a got meal. Good. Like that's so and on the crack. Like it's cool." No, um, she was re- like the girl with no eye was like really rebellious, and yeah. then after they snatched out her eye, she really like lost it. Oh, I don't know. It's so weird. Marbles. She's yeah. She's yeah. yeah. She's not on this planet anymore. She's not with us. Um, but she's back, which I'm like I'm really glad about because I feel like the handmaids that they did have 
yeah. like with Offred right now in Gilead. Like they were really dry. They were really dry and lame, and they were kind of like not. They're not. You don't have any emotional attachment to their storyline. Yeah. So. So I'm really glad that they brought those two hoes back from like the fucking like I don't know death field. Yeah. Basically. I don't know what is it like. It's radioactive something. It's poison. It's poison. It doesn't look like any plants are growing in that. Thing. No. All they look like they're doing is like, like fucking doing soil like dry ass soil yeah like, like just digging holes of dry ass soil like i don't see any vegetables they look there's hungry. nothing yeah like they're just fucking with them at this point. so i'm glad they're back yeah so they're, they're back. back um also we find out that moira who is in canada at this point um did have a baby so we see flashbacks of her past yeah um living for that which was like really touching in it a way because it's just like you saw her go through her surrogacy and, like, you see, like, the attachment that she ends up having with the, the baby, which she didn't think she would. Yeah. So, in the flashback, she's talking to um, June. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's talking. That was our fax machine. Um, uh, she's talking to June mm-hmm. about becoming a cigarette. Cigarette. Yeah. I really want a cigarette. A cigarette. Um, <laughs> Freudian slip. Yeah, so she's talking about becoming a surrogate because she's going to pay good, get paid good coin and she can pay right. off her student loan. And she's like, I'm good with this. Yeah. So then we see her go through her surrogacy. And yeah, it's like, it's really touching how she like, oh, when she says goodbye to the baby and they she yeah. hands it over, like, that's that part was like so that sad. That was so sad. And like, I feel like surrogacy now is becoming, like, it was really taboo, I would say, even like two or three years ago. Yeah. But, like, I feel like now um, it's definitely still kind of, like, I wouldn't say frowned upon, but, like, it's still, like, something that people don't really like to talk about. I mean, it's touchy-feely, but I feel like there are women that have had their own kids and really Mm want to, you know... children, and this is the only way for them. Yeah, exactly. I really want to help people out that can't have children, and Mm -hmm. at the same time, you know, why not be compensated? So exactly. like, but it's still like, I it's don't still know. kind it's of like still kind one of, of those like gray areas. Yeah, it's definitely a gray area. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I just another way the sh- the show just makes it so so unbelievable, but also relatable at the same time. Yeah. Um, the silver lining in it that was cute was that this is how she met her wife. Yeah. Um, Who so, died? Yes. So we. <laughs> <laughs> So we eventually find she goes through I don't know how many binders and finally finds like her like a picture of her lifeless body in, in oh Gilead. God. Yeah, so I guess they have these binders of like the people that were dead to keep like, track of of like who's who's been marked. Which was really dark. She spent hours in those binders. And I was just thinking, like, how do you spend a whole day in but there was like so many binders. There's like a lot of binders. <laughs> it's like, really fucked. Yeah. But, like, right now, like, they're, like, in Boston, I think, in Gilead. And I just, I'm, like, curious about the rest of the country. Like, is it all the states? That's really yeah, that's what big. I was wondering, too. Because, like, is it just Boston? Or, like, Is the rest places? of the states, like, gone? Because Gilead is, like, a town. So, like. But I also have the feeling that, like, they're, like, the only surviving area of the states. And, like. Oh, is that maybe why? I feel like Because that's... of, like, the environment. I feel like maybe I should just read the book. I mean, and have more of an idea. I feel like I'll, I'll maybe get the audiobook. Also, um, just a nice touch is 
uh, when she's in Toronto, obviously, and looking through the binders, yeah. um, June's husband comes and brings her food because she's been there for a long time. Yeah. And he brought her like Indian roti, which I thought was so funny because it's just like those Very little Toronto. touches. It's so Toronto <laughs> to have fucking roti. I feel like every time I go to Toronto, I have a roti. <laughs> oh, girl. Every time I'm in Toronto, I know that I need to get me some roti because like, yeah, the, yeah. It's roti central there. Like, like shawarmas in- to Ottawa is yeah. rotis to Toronto. And if you know anything about Ottawa shawarma game, you know we on top. We the shawarma capital of North America. We definitely are. It's sick. Yeah. Um, Shout out to shawarma prince. Um. <laughs> <laughs> My lunch was lit today. <laughs> I mean, those are like basically the main. Oh, also like an. Like, the last point that I'll talk about this epi- episode, which was really interesting. I feel like every episode, the relationship between Serena and June shifts. Like, it's either, yeah. like, they want to fucking kill each other, or they're, like... They're going to help each other. Or they're going to help each other, and you, you kind of, like, see this glimpse of humanity in Serena. Yeah. And then she fucks it all up somehow. Here's the thing. Like, put their own beliefs and backgrounds aside i feel mm-hmm. like they could have been friends you know in a weird way in like the normal life in the normal life if serena wasn't like still for if serena didn't have these crazy ideologies or if they weren't so opposing in their yeah moral beliefs that yeah. i feel like they would almost be have, friends well cuz they're both intelligent they're both intelligent women yeah. they're both intelligent women they're both complex women yeah. and i f- yeah i feel like their personalities if mm-hmm. out of this world they would have gone along and i think that's what's so interesting about their relationship it yeah um because they're both really strong and stubborn true yeah you know i would love to know their horoscope signs um okay if i were to guess um I feel like June's like a little bit of a rebel. Maybe she's an. Oh, Do you think the... that they're air signs? Okay, I feel like I feel like she. Uh, what's her name? Serena. Yeah, maybe she's an Aquarius. Ooh, yeah. She's like a leader, but also a family woman. Yeah, yeah, and she's like a smart woman, and she's also caring. She does show her, like, caring side. Yeah. Yeah, but she's also, true. like, she'll go off on you. Like, maybe June is a Scorpio. June could be a Scorpio. You Scorpio? No, you're no a Virgo. I'm a Virgo. I feel like maybe she's a Scorpio. Yeah. Because... I would either say a Scorpio. I almost wanted to say Taurus because she's really stubborn. But then, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, maybe a Taurus. I can Taurus. Or I can Scorpio see her as a Taurus. Like yeah, totally. Yeah. Sorry, we're astrology nerds. Obviously. Obby. Um, but yeah, so we we end the scene that they are basically um gonna have a camaraderie because the um commander got blown up and right, he's in he's the hospital. Hospitalized. So Serena's basically I don't know what she's writing. She's writing up some sort of like she's Pretty much forging like po- some sort of policies for Gilead. I think it is. Yeah, but she's like she's forging. She's, she's pretending to be the commander, but actually, it's Serena's mandates that are actually going to be, which are so much better. Yeah, like so. I think in this episode, this is where June was like because there's that other freaky guy that's like, 
are going around and trying to get information on like oh, yeah. on the girl who like exploded everything. True. And they're um, like shooting Martha's in the street. They're trying to find who the traitors are pretty much. So mm-hmm. they uh, the guy had talked to June and he was pretty much threatening her and June went to Serena and was like, "Yo ho, if I go down, we all go down. We and you ain't getting this get baby. The... Nobody yeah. getting this baby." Yeah. So um, at that point Serena was like, "Okay, well, we need to get rid of this other guy who's snooping around, mm-hmm. and they did. Yeah, by like saying like by that saying he was that the he traitor. Was a snitch. Yeah, yeah. He got, that was like, a badass moment where they like kind of and then like June like is in the window laughing at him, like smirking like evilly, which yeah. I was living for. Yeah, so that was a cool yeah. moment. And June's like um, proofreading all of her writings because she used to be an editor. Yeah. So yeah. Anyways, that's what's happening with Handmaid's Tale. Totally into it. Um, we'll review the next episode in our next week's thing. Yeah, next but um, episode. the episodes to come, I've previewed them, and they're really fucking exciting. Motherfuckers going to Canada. Can't wait. Okay. All right, guys. So the main topic of today's episode is conspiracy theories. Which I, I actually took like a few years break from because yeah. it was making me paranoid as fuck. I also took like a couple years break because like when you're in the midst of opening your mind and reading all these theories and like, mm-hmm. you know, being open to different things, yeah. it's a lot. It's a oh, lot it's like to handle. It all can be emotionally draining. draining. Oh, because you're not doing this, like, at 10 a.m. You're doing this at 4 in the morning. Absolutely. That's when 100%. the conspiracy theory fucking yeah. research happens. So I almost felt like I had to, like, stop and, like, take a break yeah. to focus on, like, like real like my real world life so I can, like, like this get ahead. Yeah, like, Do I you- can't just, like, stay in my room. I couldn't listen to, like the radio for a little while because yeah. I thought I was getting brainwashed by the Illuminati. Oh, absolutely. And it was like sh- shaking my core. Yeah. And it actually gets kind of depressive because then you're like, Oh, like it can get know. dark. Yeah. It can, it can get, get really dark. dark. Yeah. It can, it's dark to think that the whole of society is built on a bed of lies and that we're just all being mind controlled and none of this, none of what we're doing is means anything. Cause at the end of the day, we are just sheep. Basically sheep, and then we're all going to be slaughtered soon because everyone has these, like, bunkers yeah. that weren't, we don't have access to. And then they're going to, like, put out all yeah. the crazy diseases. We're, we're just going to be wiped out. Yeah. There's no future for our children. Yeah, there's no point. There's a giant hole in the ozone layer. We're all doomed. So, yeah, <laughs> like, it can, it can get it you dark. into a dark place. And as interesting as it is and I think it's important to like keep your mind open to these things and I'm still like all for it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we I had to take a break. But yeah. you know what? I'm um, we're slow- diving back. I'm back slowly in. creeping in. We're sl- creeping back in. We're opening our minds again, but we're not going to go so deep that not it's going to get dark. Not going so hard. So no. the the first thing we'll talk about or or that I'll talk about is the flat earth theory. Yes. So I, I I did get into this because like a friend had sent me a few video links and I watched them. Okay. And um, I got sucked in. Honestly, when I was doing our research, like the flat Earth theory is what popped up the most. Like I yeah. feel like motherfuckers are like totally on board with this. Lots of people are on, and like actually famous people. I was reading that Shaq. Yes. 
Okay. And then Shaq said, like, something. I don't have the quote because, you know. Shaq's not not someone I would be like. Shaq said something about it, and then he was like, just, I was just joking, guys. But then someone else, oh. Someone, I'm sure like, of, like, like, some sort of another intelligence. Ce- yeah, another celebrity that's, like, kind of credible right. um, said something about it in a lyric, but I don't remember who he is. But anyways, um, so, yeah, lots of people are, are, are on board, and when I was doing my research, I couldn't find anything that was, like, unbiased or anything that was saying it, anything that wasn't, like, kind of downplaying it or, like, making fun of it. Right. So... Um, the reason I got back into this kind of like flat earth theory was I was watching a video by Shane Dawson, who is like a pretty big YouTuber that I've been watching for like many, many years, like 10 years, a decade. And, um, he had his brother on, his brother also has like conspiracy channel. So basically my, a lot of, all my points are from this video because it was like the most like. Like, cut dry facts. Yeah, exactly. It was, like, facts. It, they had proof. They had, you know, well, evidence. Because, like, sometimes if you watch, like, conspiracy theory yeah. ones, like, it's, like, this computer voice. I hate that. And, like, weird illustrations. Girl, I hate that. And you're, like, hey, this is not real. It's, like, that, yeah. Like, that's my number one complaint. Yeah. Is that they're made, and there's a lot of good facts, but, like, it's made with that weird voice, and there's weird... And, like, I don't know. It's just weird. Wait, it's that weird, what is it, Stephen Hawking voice? Yeah. Like, I don't believe you What's now. What's with that? Like, if you're trying to sell me on a fucking story to, like, blow my mind... Yeah. Give me the guy from Ancient Aliens with the crazy hair. Yeah. I believe everything he says. Give me a guy with a normal voice. A girl with a normal voice. If you're going to tell me that the Earth is flat, you better look me in my eye and tell like, me about it. Yeah, I don't need no robot telling me that the earth is flat i want a human i'd be like another human of my of this human race to tell me not some like weird basement boy typing on his computer yeah and google imaging a fucking slideshow i guess i could do that exactly so i I got a lot of my points for that video so just so you so y'all know uh google it you'll probably find it so um one of like the main Or one of the big points is that all the information that we have, or a lot of it, is from NASA. Like, Mm -hmm. that's, like, they have the monopoly on space. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, They're the go-to. They're the go-to. And uh, another thing is that, you know that whole thing about the moon landing being Like, the moon's not real. They faked it. They faked that. Also, like, (laughs) Neil, Neil Armstrong, if you, like put his first name and the first initial of his last name together and you spell it backwards it spells out alien yeah coincidence i don't know i don't know i don't know (laughs) so there's that the whole faking of the moon landing because when you see the video of the moon landing there's like like the the flag is waving when like girl you in space true (laughs) how the hell you got winds True. How you got high winds in space? I mean, I'm sure the winds are are really like. I'm sure wind exists on other planets. Winds like fucking happen. Like you're in space, but I mean, like it's. I don't think it's like happening like it does here. No, and like um, in the reflection of like the helmet, you can see this weird apparatus, and like there's other things that they talk about. A stage photo shoot. Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot of things and information out there on how people believe that that was fake and then there are other scientists or nasa or astronauts or whatever Mm -hmm. that say that they lost the original tapes 
and that's how they kind of explain that whole situation but how are you going to lose a tape that's like one of the most important the tapes. original tapes of him landing on the moon the original tapes of the moon landing how are you going to lose that like how there's no way i can see you tape taping over because, something like, what year did this happen like in 19 in the 60s in the 50s okay so how are you gonna have videotapes of jfk getting assassinated right. martin luther king but you don't have the videotape of the moon landing? like that's an important tape to lose i, I can see accidentally <laughs> taping over a birthday party that you recorded yeah. in the 90s i can, can see happen. that that happens but y'all are scientists like astronauts how are you gonna lose the tape and then they say that they don't have the technology anymore to go to the moon and there was an astronaut in the little video that they used that was saying i would 100 percent go to the moon but we don't have the technology to go to the moon anymore and like, it's like has no one gone to the moon since no really like nobody i think gone to the moon. satellites or robots have gone to the moon but no actual people like that was the only moon landing I also saw, like, on Pinterest, like, um, this, like, side-by-side of, like, the supposed Mars landing. Yeah. Um, with, like, the drone. And then they put side-by-side, like, a picture of the desert in, like, Egypt. <laughs> and, and it, it was, like, exactly the same. nearly the same. Yeah. Yeah, so there's, like, there's that. Like, how are you going to... There's a lot of suspect about it. How are you going to lose the technology? Like... You know, that doesn't make sense. And then the next thing I wrote, okay, so in the Bible, the Bible, mm-hmm. somewhere in the Bible, I don't know y'all, in the king, somewhere in the Bible, in Genesis, the book of Genesis, it it mentions the sea, the sky, and the firmament, firmament, and what, what that the mean? firmament is, it's a dome. Okay. So what a lot of flat earthers believe believe, yeah, is that instead of being a globe, we are on like a flat plane and we're covered by a dome okay which is the firmament and then it also talks in the bible about the four the four corners of the earth right which makes you kind of think like that it's flat right but like if it's flat like where does it end so that's my next point okay okay tell me all about it girl so um the globe the round earth as we see it Mm -hmm. they say that um you know the United Nations symbol? Right. Where you can see all of the continents is kind of like a, a squished, as if you were to like squish the earth and it's flat. Right. Um, so it's they say that it looks like that. Okay. And that Antarctica is actually like surrounding all of the count- continents. Okay. So we're actually like kind of encapsulated by, by Antarctica. Water. Like it's water. like we're like an island. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're like a series of separate islands and on the outskirts it's Antarctica. And then in the late 50s, a treaty was signed by a bunch of uh, continents and mm-hmm. world leaders uh, saying not to let people explore Antarctica. And, and like their reasoning behind it is just like it's too dangerous to go deep into Antarctica. Right. And nobody's flown over Antarctica. And, and that seems really suspect. If people go to Antarctica, it's like you're with other people. Like yeah. you're with, you're not doing it by yourself. You're with other officials right you have to be like escorted yeah exactly you're not exploring by yourself there's going to be like another team of whatever Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that's the other thing like why wouldn't you be able to fly over antarctica right you know what i mean yeah um 
And then the other points they were talking about is how society is distracted. Okay. And this is not something new that I've heard, like, with research. Distracted by media. And, distracted like, by and media and being mind-controlled mm-hmm. and, like, how everyone's obsessed with material things and, like, things that don't really matter in the grand scheme of things. Right. That these things are all keeping us, like, numb to expanding the idea that there is, like, things unknown or things that we're not being told. Well, things that are, like, distracting us kind of thing from what's really happening. Like, people are so distracted by, like, having brand name whatever. Or, like, like, Kim Kardashian's ass or, like, like, like anything. Yeah, like, why are we caring so much about Kim K's ass when nobody's gone through Antarctica fully? You know what I mean? Like, there's things that are... But it's, you know, it's, like, so funny. I feel like it's society's so fucked in a way. Yeah. Mentally, that, like, it's acceptable to talk about Kim K's lip injections. Like, that is, like, a topic, like, anyone could talk about. For hours. For hours. Like, so into it. But, like, if you bring up how the earth is flat, people... Yeah. You won't get a side eye here and there. People get... Yeah. People give you side eye, for real. And they'd be like, Yo, this bitch lost it. Why can't we talk about the Anunnaki, Nibiru, or Antarctica, or, you know. Openly. Openly. Like, if I was, like, in a coffee, like, we're, like, podcasting in the dark right now. But, like, if I was, like, in a restaurant with you right now, like, I wouldn't be talking about this so loudly. No, we'd probably be be talking about I'd be like, yo, like, people people would be like, what's wrong with those girls? Yeah, and, like, the thing with, um, I find... With, you know, being someone interested in conspiracy theories that mm-hmm. you only really open up about these things with other people that are into y- it. are also into it. Yeah. It's like a safe space. Yeah. Like, because if you talk about the Illuminati or whatever with, like, people who are, like, not into it yeah. or, like, haven't watched things like that, yeah. they're going to think you're fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, you've lost your fucking mind. Yeah, exactly. So, like, that's... So, like, it's just interesting that that's the culture. Yeah, exactly. So, and then the other point that they made that I thought was interesting is that things that are naturally grown, like marijuana and Mm -hmm. shrooms, um, DMT, are very, like, frowned upon and they're illegal. Right. Even though, like, those things are not known to, like, fuck up your life. Mm -hmm. Like, cocaine or meth or... Or prescription pills. Or prescription pills. Yeah. Like... People smoking like weed, painkillers. People, people smoking weed ain't fucking up their life. Well, like also like side topic, like it's kind of fucked that like. Well, now we're heading in the right direction, but like Hopefully, it's kind of yeah. fucked that like you, if you get injured, they will give you like highly addictive painkillers yeah. instead of I don't know like a a doobie. weed gummy. Roll me a doobie. Well, you can't really smoke if you're ill. But that's like, right. You can have edibles, like, edibles. or oil. Like, but, like, yeah. this is only recently that this has become more acceptable. Yeah. Like, but, like, how is it, like, that you're going to make me a crackhead? Yeah. So, of, like, just, like, temporarily, like, putting away, putting away my, my pain. Absolutely. Like, it's recent where we have, like, this real push mm-hmm. by a lot of people, like, celebrities, activists, yeah. normal people that are pushing for the legalization because there are so many health benefits. And this is a plant that... Is really, um, I guess it grows really easily and is like one of those, yeah. like, it's basically like a dandelion where that shit grows 
when real well. You, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know, and it can do a variety and treat a variety of things. So mm-hmm. why have we why have demonized we, it for yeah, so long? Exactly. And like shrooms, ain't nobody. Can you love your shrooms? I love my shrooms, y'all. <laughs> I, I have to say it. I, I am an advocate. Shrooms makes me so sick. I it can't is, even. You know, it's not for everyone. It's a crazy <laughs> ride. But ain't nobody selling their house for shrooms. Ain't no one stealing for shrooms. True. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Shrooms scares me. I mean, the worst thing that could happen is that you shit yourself and maybe you see some things <laughs> that spook you. But it's not going to, like, ruin your life. Nobody's been on intervention for shrooms. True. <laughs> That's so true. No, no one. No. There's a lot of people on painkillers, on intervention. Everyone's on painkillers. Heroin. That's literally always what happens. Yeah. I hurt so, my back and then I was put on this prescription pill and now my life's fucked up. Yeah. So why are those things being demonized? Those particular uh, quote unquote drugs? Because I don't really see them that way. Yeah. But it's because these particular um, drugs uh, are supposed to like open your mind and whenever right. people do these things their minds become more open I guarantee you we got into conspiracies because oh my favorite like that was basically yeah. like I think honestly like being a stoner yeah. is what really like opened my mind right. to like different ways of thinking ideas yeah because when it I... slows you down and then you kind of just sit there you're like super zen your mind yeah. is like you're like really open-minded welcome to thought yeah Yeah. like i would smoke weed and then i'd go to like world religion class and then and i would, really feel it yeah i yeah. really feel it and then like then i would also watch zeitgeist i don't Absolutely. know if you've seen it but it basically yeah. um dispels religion and like how it has parallels to like like pagan religion and yeah just, like, yeah yeah it's just like yeah it's just Anyway. If you haven't watched it, watched it. Watch it. So that's why um, flat earthers or like other people into other things believe that that's why these particular plants are being demonized mm-hmm. uh, by the laws, by, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. um, because they do expand your mind and allow you to think beyond what we're being told. And that's like what the powers that be. Yeah. A.K.A. the Illuminati. Exactly. A.K.A. Donald Trump. Exactly. Doesn't want you to do. Okay, the Rothschilds. Um, so yeah, basically our minds are being controlled in that way. Um, so yeah, I also wrote that, you know, search online, you won't find a lot of flat earth theory um that isn't being like discredited or being laughed. Yeah, at. like it's all like a parody. Yeah, like even if we were to do a search now, it'd be like why flat earth theory has been debunked and like there's a lot of yeah. that going on and not a lot of people actually just having a conversation about it so yeah that's crazy another big point in the flat earth theory is mm-hmm. that where the hell the curve at the curve <laughs> okay you tried to explain this to me before please explain to me again because okay. i'm not good with geometry so when you're in the plane in the sky when you're flying okay you look out the window you're not you don't see a curve it's just like a flat no flat you know it, yeah line. like you see like water just the horizon when you're in there you see a horizon you ain't, yeah. have, ain't nobody seen the curve when they're flying up above true and shouldn't you be able to see the curve if you're though that high up at least a little bit true so that's one of the one of the points that flat earth people make okay um, but like also like hey 
So like if it's like a curve, yeah, you're too. You, you would see somewhat of a curve. Like we're short AF. If we're to stand outside, we could see at least like three blocks down. Yeah. Right. We could see at least that. Yeah. So if we're up high in the plane, how come we can't see no curve? True. Unless we're not high enough. Unless we're not high enough. Yeah. But like, it's a point to be taken. It's a point to be taken. Um. So the motive that they were talking about in this video is that. Um, the reason that their motive in hiding this is that they want to keep us small, feeling small. They want to keep our minds closed because you're easily controlled that way. Which, going back to Handmaid's Tale, that's what they do. (laughs) In order to control the handmaids, like, they They, keep them very isolated. They They keep keep them them from talking to other people. And, like, they're of the last generation that, like grew up in a normal society so exactly. they know how to read but the the handmaids that they're harvesting like the children like yeah the they're not ones. being taught how to to read exactly. like and knowledge is power right so those are the points right um yeah so i don't know like am i a flat earther maybe i wouldn't call myself a flat earther but i would say that like i'm open mm-hmm. to the fact i'm not coming out as a full-blown flat earther just because i'm lazy and i also have commitment issues <laughs> i don't want to fully commit and say i'm a flat earther right right you, know? you don't want to like go out and be like i am for this. yeah i'm not ready to come out yet yeah you know because you're I don't like know. in the closet yeah i'm and i also feel like i'm very easily persuaded like i'm so chill that like at the store, I'm very easily upsold because oh, me too. Like if I'm, someone says you need this, I'll be like, yes, I'll buy it. Put it yeah, on. That's my tab. That's so true. Um, I don't get like sold in in that sense, but like when it comes to um theories and like yeah, like crazy outlandish stories, like if you tell it to me in the right way, I'll fucking go exactly. To you. So like. I also know that about myself, that I'm such a chill person that, like, that just happens. And and we're both, like, really open-minded. We're both really chill. So, like, I feel like, yeah, we'll believe you. So, Mm -hmm. you know, but I definitely will... uh, I feel like most conspiracy theories, like, date back to, like, aliens. Like, it always always, ends up having to do with aliens. It always goes back to aliens. Are we talking about that after? But, like... The aliens? Yeah. I don't know if we're going to talk about the aliens or... Like, I wrote down dinosaurs. <laughs> As a talking point. No, but like, honestly, like, I was, like, super, super into alien conspiracy theories at one yeah. point. So there's this theory that um, if you look back in the Bible, if you look back in even, like, ancient, ancient scripts, China, like, anywhere around the world, um, they've documented basically, like, other beings, and I'm yeah. sure you've seen it, like, even in oh, yeah. the Egyptian hieroglyphs, like, taller beings. And yeah, tall, skinny beings that don't look like don't the look other like, pictures. Don't look like anyone else. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, like, like and angels. So, basically, they're saying that, like, angels are, are actually, actually aliens. aliens. Because, like, they didn't have a way to... Um, to basically put it in a picture without, like, them just, like, floating that on, like in the air so they'd like draw like um wings Mm -hmm. so then people like oh angels always have wings kind of thing but really it was their way to say that they came from the sky the sky okay i see what you mean yeah 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 Yeah. and like that's basically like you know like so angels and like 
mythical beings are all basically yeah. aliens. And yeah. We're hybrids. We're all hybrids. We're all hybrids. We're like, we're all mixes of things. And whether you believe in evolution or whatever, we're all of something else, right? Right. So the one thing that I've always said is that as much as I love the Mayan people and I have Mayan blood and yeah. I'm sure you have native blood. Yeah. There's no fucking way that the Mayans were building perfect pyramids <laughs> with bows and arrows. Get out of here. And chihuahuas. Are you kidding me? Well, that's the thing. Like, how do they have the manpower to build I get they so had high? all that time because they didn't have TV and shit. But, like, that's still, like, these pyramids are still standing. Yeah. They're still ruins. Yeah. Like, how... How did we come from the caves? Yeah. To that. Yeah. Like, I mean, there are houses that are built in the 50s that mm-hmm. the foundation is shit. Like, yeah. how the hell we still have pyramids? I can't even make a sandcastle. That's what I mean. Like, it just... And same with the Egyptians. Like, yeah. that shit. They... Didn't they have a way to, like, get energy from the sky to, like have electricity or something something crazy like that i don't doubt it they had all this technology like how are you getting this where how yeah you know so i've always thought that um those cultures or societies did well that's the thing like those those ancient societies i think were they were in contact with like higher beings yeah. Or, like, aliens, if you want to call them. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, like, if you think about all the other conspiracy theories, like, we, as a society, are are still in contact with aliens. Yeah. But, like, the general population is not in the know of that. Exactly. Kind of thing. Only, like, probably... It's a small percentage. That, like, are in contact. And there's always stories of, like, farmers or like the whole crop circle thing it's it usually happens like in a remote rural area where like a farmer that's like illiterate who's Mm -hmm. been living on the land for years and like farms i don't know whatever has seen these aliens yeah and like you kind of believe them because you know they look so shook they look shook but then you kind of also don't believe them because like they're just you know they're illiterate illiterate farmers from like honduras (laughs) no shade no tea no shade but that's the reality of it like how and then i feel like that's also a way to discredit it like we're giving you a little bit of tea but we're also putting doubt in your mind that this is not real exactly yeah because the thing is like people i don't know if you actually watch like people who get abducted Mm -hmm. like i feel like when people tell stories you can kind of tell when someone's lying or not and these people look like shook to their core i believe them and the thing is that's so scary about abductions is like you can't stop that shit you can't can't. like if someone's about to like if if you know so and so's like kind of wanting to murder you you can like get a restraining order yeah you can like have your gun and shoot them like you can lock the door you have a fighting chance yeah but like with an alien you ain't running away from that that motherfucker's getting you every night you're getting beamed up like that's the thing like i if i ever do or if i've ever been abducted i just don't want to remember just just wipe my my memory so scary i'm legit yeah i'm but like so scared right now I was watching this thing, and I don't remember what it was. Sorry, I don't have any, um, you know, any 
I don't know, anything <laughs> real, but I yeah. remember watching this and it was uh-huh. like a real documentary. It was one of those YouTube uh, alien documentaries and right. they were interviewing this lady that said that she um, she knew she was getting abducted because mm-hmm. she would like have memory of things happening and she would wake up in a cold, sterile room Yeah, um, and they were like basically harvesting her eggs uh-huh. and then they would send her back down. Yeah. She said on one occasion she remembers waking up in that room and then like the alien beings, they brought in like a child that looked like Looks a like hybrid, yeah. but looked kind of like her. At least they weren't fucking her. So basically what <laughs> she was saying is that they took her eggs and that they had brought the child that was half of her and half yeah. of an alien to yeah. meet her. Yeah. And then she was so like freaked out and scared by it. Uh-huh. And then like, yeah, very, she looked so shook. She looked shook as. That's so crazy. Yeah. She yeah, and that that interview out of all the interview of people that have, say they've been abducted, mm-hmm. like I don't know, that sent chills. Like you know when you hear something and you know it's true in your heart and soul. Oh yeah, I yeah. Another thing that like shook me was um, there's this movie that came out like a while back called yeah. uh, I think it's called The Fourth Kind. Yes, girl. Um, and basically this woman in um i think the place was called node and it's in um not in Ontario. what's that place alaska yeah yeah alaska so it's in like a really remote town and basically she's like getting abducted and she's um oh no no sorry she's not abducted other people are abducted and she is like a like a therapist of some sort she's a psychologist yeah yeah and like she's like She's helping a lot of people, and, like, a lot of people in this town are getting abducted. Yeah. And then there is, like, this clip that, that's, like, fucking real. And, like, yeah. her, oh the my God. alien takes over her fucking body, and she starts speaking. Oh, my God. I in, just like, remembered it. another, like, tongue. Another tongue. Like, it doesn't even sound like yeah. her. And it's literally crazy. Like, it's not. It's the real footage. Yeah. Oh my god, it shakes me to my core. It's Girl, so scary. I literally just remembered it clearly. This whole movie We've is so freaky. We've talked about it before, but like, I just remembered exactly as oh my you're god, saying it's it. making me so scared. Because the thing is, like, oh the way that they, they even shoot the film, like, it's not, it's like a reenactment, but also like the... They the, put real shit in it. They put real shit in it, yeah. and like, the way that they narrate the film is yeah. more like documentary style mm-hmm. than of like a actual fact, like a, a remake movie. Yeah. And that shit is so fucking scary. I remember watching it and I didn't want to watch it because alien, the topic of aliens has always like scared me because yeah. my dad has always been a firm believer in aliens and he's always told me that he was an alien. Yeah. So it's always like spooked me and I've never wanted to like thoroughly go there. Um, but anyway, my, uh, ex-boyfriend had convinced me, he's like, it's not like a scary movie because I don't do scary movies. He's like, it's more like interesting and like, you'll like it. It's like a yeah. little bit of a, anyway, he sold it to me and because I'm easily sold, um, I you were watched like, it and at first it's like a regular movie oh, and at the you beginning feel like, you're like, okay, I could okay, do this. Like, and then you're like, this is like fiction, whatever. But then at the end, yo, it gets too real. It gets too real. It's so fucking scary. It it shook me. It was so scary. Oh my god, I can't. It was like insane. I still like. I would rewatch the clip to give you more facts, but I can't because I'm actually getting shivers thinking about it. Yeah, I watched this movie. I want to say seven years ago, and I still yeah still remember that scene. 
that scene yeah that one in particular you're right scary too real oh my god crazy um and i'm pretty sure they don't they like take her son or something they take her daughter or son yeah and nobody believes her they think that she's just lying and that she like killed him or something yeah but like but like they took this is a woman that wouldn't be she's like a normal she's like a normal educated woman like people are coming to her for help like yo, she's not yo, like yo yo i'm getting goosebumps no it's so scary I'm but like cramps. on on the real though like you talking about your father made me think about like i don't know there's just like like so many people have own their own personal stories and my family is from a small island yeah and they they're very into like mythical stories and stuff or is it mythical is it mythical is it mythical? is it i don't know i don't know because my aunt basically told me that like on their island it's a very small island they say that people like otherworldly people like visit it from time to time Girl. and you can tell because they have they're all they look like normal but they yeah. don't speak like they don't talk and then all of the eye like their eyes are like fully black Guys, if you're new to this podcast, my co-host here is Filipino, so <laughs> she's talking about her families that are Filipino, and if you know any Filipino, you know they're not not talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> they're always jolly. They're always saying hello, hi, asking you about your day. Like, Filipinos are not the people that are not talking to you. They're always talking. They're, they're always making jokes. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you just said that has sent chills. <laughs> Because a Filipino that's not talking. A Filipino that isn't saying anything. But Are like you me? fully blacked eyes, like yeah, really like freaky looking. Yeah, but like otherworldly. Otherworldly. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And see, like, so my family's from Central America, and right. my you know, obviously my parents have friends that are from the same place. So they've always like whenever they get together. Like, sometimes I like to, like, sit with them and talk. You yeah. know, those late night talks those where night everyone's, like, a few beers in and, you know, everyone's, everyone's well open. fed and feeling chill. Yeah. They would always talk. This one friend of my parents, he would always say that when they would were going camping or when they were in the countryside, they would yeah. see beams of light. Yeah. And, like, mis- like weird spaceships in the but sky. But I feel like a lot of, like like stories like that do come from like central america in like a lot of them in the plains like, like in the bush yeah in the yeah bush. it's never like a city person it's always like the like a banana like, farmer yeah. a coffee farmer <laughs> a mango farmer it's never like the person like a doctor in the city it's always like someone in like the little cute hats jeans and like a farmer yeah yeah and he you know looks like he doesn't like they probably don't read or write because they're country they're farmers it's true though but the thing is isn't that the perfect place to abduct someone exactly because they ain't going to talk and no you're not going to believe them if they say something and you could like easily park your ufo oh that's just old man pedro yeah he tells stories there's lots of mountainous areas where you can hide yeah and like the time that i had visited my family in el salvador and we were like up in the mountains Mm -hmm. at nighttime pitch black there's no oh p- there's pitch black there's nothing around a darkness that i never experienced yes so can you imagine living there and then like that's seeing all like, a light. seeing things oh my god i'm literally Yo. shook like that is the perfect place to land your ship basically yeah so yeah yeah there's this one theory we could talk about that's related to aliens and then also like the parallels of 
aliens and religion, mm -hmm. which is really interesting. Mm -hmm. The Anunnaki legacy. Okay. So Tell the Anunnaki it, are a uh, species of aliens that okay. are very tall and are, I guess, human looking, but not really. They look like, I imagine them like Greek gods where they're like. Right. So we're like going away from like the usual grays and we're going into something that looks a little bit more like. Yeah, us. exactly. Similar. So as far as I understand. Mm -hmm. um, so they were looking for a slave race uh -huh. to harvest gold for them because they needed gold for some reason to survive. They were going through a shortage. Yeah. They needed gold. So they were looking for a slave race and they had found one, but it wasn't working out. So they wiped them out and then they created this other um they created oh, these me. sorry it scared me this sound clip went on and it scared me because we we're talking about this but like oh, anyways um me. so they went to earth and on earth there was um the homo erectus or like whatever that yeah. was was that not one like, of the first human when we still kind of look like apes yeah like an ape race kind of yeah uh, caveman and they um used their own DNA and mixed it and they created the homo sapiens us people right and we were their slave race and we um we gave them what they wanted and then at the end uh, I mean my facts are fuzzy but anyways <laughs> basically they created I us, believe in it <laughs> they created us the Anunnaki so we're a mix of that uh-huh and when they were done with us they left us with um knowledge right of how we came to be on these like slabs slabs so back right. in the day they're post-it notes yeah and that was and they have like now as people we mm -hmm. have evidence of that right and we know that the first known human race in like a normal society way are the sumerians or mm -hmm. sumeria right somewhere on the other side of the world to us right now yeah that area um and they had these slabs and they had they were the ones the first race to create the wheel and fire and all okay. the other things and politics so that's where that comes from so how did they get that the anunnaki left them with that knowledge right how to you know run a society basically like bitch here's a wheel like use you guys, it. you guys, good now? Yeah, you good now? Here's a wheel. Here's some fire. Like figure it out. We figure out. it out. We we got we the out. gold. We gotta go. We gone. We're you good. You got what you need. Yeah, and they also like mentioned something about a flood, and I don't really remember this, but how it related because I tend to watch a lot of videos <laughs> late at night, so I forget. But anyways, there are a lot of parallels within religion. This, with other the stories are yeah. all very similar mm -hmm. which fall in line with the anunnaki legacy theory mm -hmm. so that's in, that's in, that's interesting to know right that and it makes sense because a lot of religions talk about mankind being made in god's vision or and in god's his likeness. In, in his likeness well and also like to date back to the egyptians like yeah. their hieroglyphs like the pictures that they have of, of like their gods are really are, tall. Are really tall, very human-like, yeah. very large. Yeah, but human-like still. But human-like still, like they didn't look like crazy. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like there's a lot of parallels. Yeah. So I feel like there's there was there's actually like evidence like of there being a great flood. 
in ancient times yeah. that like wiped out a lot of people. Yeah. So I don't know. There's a lot facts. of parallels and I wish I had written down the other facts, but basically there were a lot of parallels with religion and like mm-hmm. how we came to be and how it makes sense that we come from the Anunnaki race. Right. And how we're like a hybrid because Sometimes when I'm watching Britain's Got Talent and there <laughs> and there's like this little baby girl that's like literally three and she has the voice of like Mariah Carey. I'm uh-huh. always like, that's an alien. <laughs> and that's my thing. And I'm always saying when someone has like this extraordinary talent that's like just out of this world, I always say that that person is alien, meaning like you're out of this world. Well, if you really do compare the human race to, like, anything else on this planet, yeah. like, there's nothing really like us. No. So, it, it, it almost seems very otherworldly. Yeah, because in the animal world, they although they're different, they're, one, they they're live, on the same level. They live harmoniously together. Yeah, whereas we're the only thing that's, like, different, like, very different. Very different. Yeah, so, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Fucking epiphany. Fucking high talk. Yeah. And like we are in the whole like childbirth, that's really alien to me. <laughs> it's really alien like. No, everyone does that. Even like mammals. I guess so. They that's all do true. That. that that's why I feel like normal. If anything, kangaroos, but- that's weird. How that <laughs> happens. Yo, Google how kangaroo babies are made. Really? Weird. I don't know. <laughs> Okay. I thought you meant Segway. just like how you put like kangaroos no, no, no. in like their pocket. No, I like, mean like that the is actual weird. animals. <laughs> like how they actually have sex. So not how they have sex because that like everyone gets that. It's how no. the baby is made. <laughs> no, tell me. So okay, the kangaroo girl gets impregnated and like you know they have a little. But no, pouch. but like actually, how do they have sex? Girl, I don't remember that part. Does a kangaroo have a peen? Because they're like kind of like tall. Like yeah, and their tails are really, like, in the way. Are they, like, strong? Can't they, like, balance on their their tail? They can probably balance on their tails. Yeah, they balance on their tails all the time. <laughs> okay. okay, okay, tell me about the so tail So, basically, <laughs> this, cha- this was, like, a Discovery Channel show on, okay. like, how babies are made. Right. But this one was too fucked up. Like, okay. We shouldn't know this about kangaroos, but we do. Okay, tell me. So, um, uh, the... Okay, so the kangaroo baby, the fetus is born inside, is made inside, but then okay, normal. it is birthed at like a very infant preemie. It's a preemie birth. Okay, so it's like a like a they're, yeah yeah. They're like the size of like a a hamster, and oh, you know, oh, compare okay. a kangaroo the size of a, a hamster, and okay. it's naked, no fur. Okay, and the eyes are closed. Okay, the little baby crawls on the mom's fur and like hikes its way up. All in, like pulls its way up from Ew. the vagina, up the fur. Oh, so like is out of the womb. Is out of the womb. It's been born. It's climbing its way up the mom. Yeah. And climbs itself in the pouch. And then it chills. In and the then pouch. it like latches onto the pouch, and it can like reach a nipple from there, and it gr- it continues growing in the in pouch. The pouch. Girl, it showed the fucking little baby fetus climbing up the mom kangaroo. The weirdest thing. Ew. Girl. But like. The weirdest thing. But like, at least like it didn't hurt for her. That's, that's true. That's true. I mean, I feel like 
That's true. Wouldn't you prefer that? I don't know. It's just... Oh, it's freaky, though. It's, it's freaky kind of to have, freaky. like, this little naked little thing climb up you and then put itself inside your pouch. And also, the idea of a kangaroo pouch? Weird. That's it's really always weird. open. <laughs> Anyone could put your hands in that. So it doesn't, like, interact with this thing until it's ready. No, the mom doesn't even scoop it up and put it in the couch pouch herself it like literally climbs. it doesn't like take it out like yo you want some berries like if i were a kangaroo the way i would do it like i would scoop down pull it on my vagina and put it in the pouch you just let it do it instead you just let it climb up does she know this is happening of course you think so yeah what if it's that small you don't know i don't know oh my oh. god it's so freaky it's weird it's a weird situation i need to watch this shit and it, i've oh. never heard of this this is i'll so try crazy. to find the link and i will link you that's anyways so um so yeah that's those theories yeah the other totally theory the other theory i wrote down was dinosaurs <laughs> that's all the- <laughs> so basically there's a theory that dinosaurs were not extinct well before the human race as it is commonly thought it is said that dinosaurs and humans actually lived at the same time. I could so see that though, because there's like evidence in like again in ancient cultures that um, these dinosaurs existed and walked among us. Mm-hmm. And I did write one in 2003. An archaeologist, a lady, girl boss, found a femur from a T Rex in Montana mm-hmm. or somewhere in the states. Right, um, and they found uh soft red blood cell tissue okay still in the bone which means it's like pretty fresh which means it's fresh because that's the first thing that'll deteriorate usually when they find fossils it's just like a bone well the thing that i've always thought of is um basically you know how um in different cultures there's like dragons yeah. and like how people think of the loch ness monster yeah like Fucking to me mermaids. those are just like yeah to me, well, I don't know about mermaids. Yeah, <laughs> mermaids don't really count as no. dinosaurs. More mythical. Yeah, but um, to me, it's just probably like dinosaurs who like didn't get extinct. Yeah. They still live in, and yeah, we, we just spotted them. We kind can't of FaceTime people in ancient China to be like, "Yo, what's the dragon situation?" It's weird They're, how there's so much dragons, like not even in just China, but like in, in other in Europe. Like in England back in the day. That's true. That's they true. They have dragon paraphernalia. So they do. <laughs> like so, why? Like why? Yeah. So on the Chinese calendar with all the animals, you know, there's a the snake, the horse, the rat, that, the rabbit. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also the dragon. So this one video I watched, the guy was like, why would they have a calendar full of animals that we all know and recognize and then yeah. have one mythical creature when the Chinese, we know the Chinese be smart as hell. Tigers aren't just, like, making shit up. No, they're not going to... They don't just say things to say things. No, they're a very factual race. They are. So they're not going to put in a mythical creature and, and no one's going to, like... Because, like, you know, why is there, Why is it that there's a, the year of the rat, the year of snake, and then there's the, the year, year of the, of the dragon. dragon? Exactly. Like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, and then I guess um, apparently in an area, in a town in Cambodia or a city, mm-hmm. there's, like... Um, what do you call that when like, they etch in? Oh, like not hieroglyphs. Not hieroglyphs, but like, but like um, carvings. Yes, carvings of something that looks like that little stegot- 
that chicken nugget that everyone eats, the stegosaurus or whatever. The chicken nugget. I'm so hungry. I really want chicken nuggets right now. <laughs> but you know the one. When you get the little dinosaur chicken nuggets, there's the one with the stegosaurus with all the whatever. Tyrannosaurus. One of those. It's like one of the friendly ones. Right. Literally looks like that. Yeah. And this is like ancient Cambodia carving. And then well, and they're in the jungle. And they're in the jungle. Why are that they doing sense. that? That makes sense. Why would they make that up? No, that makes sense. So well, that's, yeah. Yeah. Dinosaurs, I think, definitely. Yeah, so that one I kind Cro- of... Crocodiles? Yo, crocodiles? Those are like fucking... That's a dinosaur. What baby. about turtles? They've been around for years. Turtles ever. can live for a hundred years. Hundreds of years. Hundreds of years. That's a, that's a direct... And then there's all those giant-ass squids. Like, maybe that's not like a dinosaur because it's not a lizard, but that's freaky as hell. Yeah. Yeah. I think that... Dinosaurs are still not around. I don't think they're around anymore. I don't think they're no. They're gone now. But they're gone. like at some point we were coexisting. I think totally at some point you'd walk out and on a bad day you'd see a dinosaur. <laughs> they're a like, fucking dragon. But like maybe they had like a horn, like dinosaur, like get yeah. out, like get I- back in the cave, motherfucker. Yeah, the like, T-Rex is out. fucking roll that rock over the hole, over the entrance. Yeah, like, He's I don't know. Yeah. We don't know. We can't talk to them. All we have is, like, fossils of them. All we have is the fucking carvings that they're t- fucking telling us. They're telling us. Because they were hiding from the T-Rex. They had nothing else to do. That's right. Someone put up the fire. They're like, yo, fucking draw this shit. Yeah. He might kill us right now. In those How cave- is anyone else going to know about this? Exactly. In those cave drawings, they have, like... Uh, horses, buffalo, and then like a dinosaur. Yeah. Like what? Like what, motherfucker? Yeah. No, yeah. it happened. Yeah. So, happened. um, yeah, that's the dinosaur theory. It's not a theory, it's facts. It's facts. <laughs> it's absolutely fact now. Um, so on to something Ooh. that's like otherworldly, a little bit paranormal, totally into it. So, um, basically, they're saying that, um, your birthmarks could correspond to wounds that you had gotten from your past life. Yes. Um, so they did do some research on this. And there is, is he a doc? Yeah, he's a doctor. Dr. Ian Stevenson, he believes in um, reincarnation and re- reincarnation studies. Yeah. And he's basically accrued about like 2,000 re- reincarnation cases where kids have uh, remembered their past lives and the birthmarks have corresponded with these wounds. Right. So one of the main stories is um, a boy by the name of Patrick. He's from the American Midwest. Patrick has three birthmarks that correspond with wounds of his dead brother, Kevin. Um, So Kevin had died before Patrick was born. Right. Um, He died of cancer. So Kevin, the dead kid, had a bruised and blind left eye. And when Patrick was born, he had a white opacity covering his left eye, and he was essentially blind in that eye. Um, Kevin also had a tumor in his right ear, and Patrick was born with a nodule over his right ear. Um, Kevin had a central IV line inserted on the right side of his neck, and Patrick has a mark on the right side of his neck. Okay. also, besides all the weird birthmark stuff, um, Kevin walked like with a limp, and so does Patrick. Okay. Um, okay. And it's just really weird because, like, you know, like he was born before his time. So yeah. He, so like he wouldn't know to like till 
like fabricate these yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then also what's weird, they had an uncle that named Billy, and they nicknamed him Billy the Pirate. Um, <laughs> so he had passed away like long before Kevin was born and long before Patrick was born. He was actually murdered, but um, basically this kid... Patrick now, who used yeah. to be Kevin. Patrick yeah. was saying that when he was in the in-between of both of his lives, yeah. he met Uncle Patrick, a.k.a. Oh Billy the Patrick. And um, his mother actually didn't even know that this person existed. Like, no one really talked about this family member. Yeah, like, it was just an old family member. Yeah, yeah. it was just an old, old family yeah. member. But, like, it's just crazy that this had brought up. And, um, yeah, so... That's basically, like, one of the main points, one of the main stories. Okay. I've heard of this. Okay. I've heard of this, because um, I don't know if you ever watch Montel Williams. I'm totally into that. Me and Sylvia Brown? Are you kidding me? That's exactly where I'm yes. going. So, Montel would have this day a week in his show, I think it was, like, every Tuesday, where he would have a guest, Sylvia Brown, right. well-known psychic medium. Okay. And people would stand up and... Uh, talk about they'd have questions the typical ones like yeah when i'm gonna find a man like yeah why don't i have money you so know yeah why is there poltergeist in my bedroom exactly yeah. and then um this one lady this one uh thing that is still in my mind uh-huh. this lady had stood up and she was like talking to sylvia and they, i think they were talking about like you know, like finding a man or whatever it was they were talking about. Right. And then Sylvia was talking to her about past lives. Okay. And um, she said, in a past life, you were a Native American warrior or whatever. Right. And you actually um, passed away in that life. Um, Mm -hmm. You were shot in the chest by an arrow. Uh And then the lady starts immediately, like, burst into tears. She's like, oh, my God. She pulls her shirt down and she has... A scar that looks like it would be the entrance of an arrowhead. That's crazy. And then Sylvia's like nodding her head. She's like, yeah, like oftentimes people have birthmarks and that's like how you died in your past life. I would love to know what my past life was. Girl, I think we should should find a find a someone, medium. someone that specializes in past yeah, lives. I'm and... sure there are people who do. Also, but I don't know, would it shook you? I don't know. I find I kind of find like the past lives thing more interesting than like like scary. something that would scare me or sh- or shake me because um, it just feels like it's in the past. Like I don't know. It is in the past, but then also I feel like are you opening a can of worms? Like is your old past life going to affect my new life? I do. Like I have heard that some past lives, like the way you died in past lives, could affect you in this. Like like could. If you drowned in a past life, you'd be, like, afraid of drowning in this life. Well, that's the thing. That was, like, another one of the stories that I had read. Yeah. Like, one of the, um, one, a kid who had basically died in the Titanic in his past life. Yeah. Like, was really scared of water. Yeah. And then he would, like, say things like, I, I died in the unsinkable ship. And, like, say, like, weird shit as a toddler. Yeah. Kind of thing. So, that's crazy to me. Like when little kids that are like haven't even been to school I don't shouldn't really know too much about death and shouldn't like talk like adults and yeah. they say adult things. God, if I have a freaky little kid, I swear to God, I'm Yo, gonna I don't kill know. myself. Not kill myself, but like really be shook. Be really shook. Yeah, I don't want to be home alone with my baby. <laughs> but there's so many like recorded stories and studies of like mm-hmm. children. Mm-hmm 
talking about their past life or who they were in a past life. Yeah. Like, in their other life. Well, and that's what this, like, article is saying. Like, as time goes on, you kind of forget, forget about your past life. Yeah. But the, the children are just so close to, like, that afterlife that there's kind of still transitioning. Yeah, they're close and to especially the Especially if they had, like, a really traumatic death. Yeah. Then sometimes they'll still remember things. I have, like, a huge birthmark on my leg. Like, it's so crazy yeah, yeah. big. Like, I used to joke that it looked like Canada. So, like, I would love to know, like, was I a war veteran? Did I lose my leg oh in the war? Like, oh, I, like, you were Canadian and in the First World War. Yeah. You lost your leg. Yeah. Or mm. maybe I was Pocahontas. Or maybe. Like, maybe, not actually Pocahontas, but Yo. maybe one of Pocahontas's best friends. Maybe. People always used to call me Pocahontas. I would call that, get called only that, I, too. Only, I think, because I'm brown and I have straight really black hair. Straight black hair. <laughs> I mean, Yeah, I had, like, that. these weird, like, French neighbors. Not, like, Quebecer French, like, but, like, from France. Yeah. And I find, like, Europeans have, like, a weird sense of humor. Yeah. And they would always laugh and be like, Pocahontas. <laughs> they like, think it's cute. They think they thought it was funny. You're like, I'm what? Like, How is that funny? It's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, like, side note. <laughs> I'm trying to think of all the birthmarks that I have. I have one. It's called a port wine stain or a cherry stain, like on my neck. Right. Oh my god, someone sh- shanked you. I was either shanked or. Is that the one right there? Yeah, yeah. It looks like a hickey. Okay, so it's literally. literally I saw that last week, and I was like, "Ooh, <laughs> I thought you got a hickey." No. I was like, "Yes, girl." Sometimes people will point it out to me, and because like I don't even think about it, they'll be like, yeah. "Oh, love bite," and I'll be like, "What the fuck?" I literally saw that. I think like last month, I would be like, "Someone had a good weekend." <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, no, um, no, it's a birthmark, That's and the so thing funny. is, like, it's pink. Yeah, no, like it's exactly. It's bright pink, and it's, it's not literally like... the size of a hickey. That's so funny. And someone, it's on my neck. Someone totally just jerked you in the neck. I think maybe I was stabbed in the neck. I think you also talk about stabbings quite often. I do. You love talking about stabbings. I do. I think you got stabbed. Maybe I was stabbed. And then I have another birthmark on the on the sole of my foot. It's like a little black dot. But like that. Yeah. It's very like perfectly circle and it's in the in the middle but other than that i do have a birthmark on my boob i call it my like cow birthmark it's like well maybe they well you can't some usually when you get stabbed you don't just get stabbed once maybe i was stabbed Stabbed in the the chest chest. it's like a it's a light color but it's like it's there maybe it was just like they just wanted to make sure you were dead it's like a shade darker than my skin tone it's like the size of my palm like it's Okay, that's pretty yeah. large. And it's on the smaller boob, so it looks bigger. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm convinced. Also, now that I'm, like, thinking about it, I'm, like, so obsessed with looking at different things on more, like, on Pinterest. Like, when I can't sleep, I look up, like, history. Oh, my and God, I always you've go told to... me this. Oh, I've told you that all the time. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. This is how I go to sleep. I go to on Pinterest. And, and you I look, look up, at like, old pictures. Yeah. Yeah. It's so free. And, like, it's freaky, but, like, it, it like, puts me to sleep. <laughs> It, it, soothed, it literally put you to sleep in that last time, yep. in that last that's life. Right. That's maybe yeah. why I'm fascinated. Um, one last quick thing about this. Um, he did like a quick study just to see. Um, basically, he uh, got, got a bunch of people to do a hand exercise where they would like squeeze something. Um, 
every day for four weeks uh, for an hour. And the people who had done that and exercised their fingers, they were 30% stronger in their hand. And then he also got another group of people to not actually do the exercise, but just imagine doing the exercise yeah. for the same amount of time. Yeah. And their fingers actually increased in um, strength of 22%, which is actually so crazy. So what you're saying is that I don't actually need to go to the gym. If I <laughs> think about working out. So if I think about having a tight ass for an Girl. hour. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to think about my tight ass all the time. Well, that's not where it's going, but like, I guess in theory that could happen. I mean, right? Yeah. But his, his way of thinking is, if the mind continues after death and inhabits a developing fetus, then I could see how the ima- images could affect the fetus. It would not be the wounds on the previous body, per se, that produce the birthmark or birth defect, but rather the images of the wound in the individual's mind that did it. Mm-hmm. So, like, if, you're, if you're, your old soul goes into a, a new fetus... Body. But, like, if it continues to think about those things, then it, like, Which it would. Of course. Yeah. you, like, you're, like, feeling some type of way about your death. That's right. Um, going into this new body. So it basically manifests itself in birthmarks is his way of thinking that about it. That is so interesting. Yeah. I, yeah. We should definitely look into finding out more and then updating our, yeah. our listeners. Before I go to bed, maybe I won't look at um, old history things and I'll actually just... Imagine myself working out my core for 20 minutes. I'll just think about the exercises. Think about my tight ass. Yeah, my snatched body. Girl. And then I'll be 20% more. Snatched. (laughs) Yes. I think that's what we should take away from this episode. Yes. Above anything. If you think you're going to be skinny, then you You will will. be. You will. I love that. I love that. Um, so our um, thing that we're going to be known for is for our Canadian news story of the week. Yes. And we have gone deep into our topics. So we're like at our, we're like at hour 17, but I'll breeze through it because I think it's worth mentioning. Uh-huh. Um, Tell me about it, girl. Tell me about it. Ooh, I just got like, I literally have. 16 missed calls. Anyways. Um, oh, you're so popular. I mm-hmm. have I have two text messages. I think I have like three. Anyways, um, so our Canadian news story, it's not a new one, but it's new to me. Um, Jesse Galganov is mm-hmm. a Canadian student that was um, living in the States, going to school. Okay. Studying math. Okay. Really wholesome, smart, young man. I think he's 23 uh, or 22. Somewhere. Okay. Like young. Like a normal dude. Yeah, just a yeah. normal dude studying mathematics. I think he had gotten into this other program. He's mm-hmm. going to be a doctor. Okay. Intelligent young fellow. Intelligent young fellow from Canada, from Montier- Montreal. Um, went missing in Peru in September. Uh, and... Um, yeah, so basically he went to Peru to do one of those hikes. Okay. And all he had was a backpack. Okay. Went to Peru. Um, contact. He had texted his mom, mm-hmm. and then he said, like, I'm not going to have cell reception for a while, but I'll touch base with you once, I, once I'm back on the grid. Right. And then she never heard from him again. Ever. Ever. To this day. Missing. Right. 
to this day they haven't been able to find any traces of him they haven't found his equipment like usually like if he had fallen they'd find like evidence of the aliens got him girl i didn't even think of that (laughs) but yeah so they haven't been able to find him at all and peru like he was in the uh the Andes so like yeah it's very remote again remote mountainous area Mm -hmm. do not go to our countries and go there people stick to the beaches yeah you know um so anyways his mom um started a GoFundMe in in order to be able to go to Peru and retrace the steps so she's Mm -hmm. actually gone done the hike and has not found anything but she's gotten leads they talked to people that saw him on the trail. Okay. Um, she hired a uh, Israeli tactical team or something mm-hmm. to um, to try to to try restrap. to retrieve because, yeah. like, she got really frustrated with the Peruvian government and, mm-hmm. like, with the Peruvian police force. Like, they weren't really being helpful. They weren't getting anywhere. So she hired her own team. They still haven't been able to find him. At this point, we have, like, at this point, we can only assume that he... That he's passed away. He's passed away. Yeah. But, you know, she wants to bring... She wants closure. Some closure, and that's yeah. her, her son. And the mom, in the articles I've read, it seems like they were really close. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a lawyer from Montreal. Like, just such a touching story, and, like, yeah. broke my heart. Um, so yeah, if you, I don't have the link guys, sorry, but if you Google Jesse Galganov, yeah, I think um, there's like a Facebook page, go find me, there's a Facebook page, yeah, you know, help, help a sister out, like, it's, it's sad, it's, it's actually so sad, and, and I also read an article that I think in 2017, 600 and something Peruvians have gone missing and have not been found so y'all this is like a thing well the thing is it's like it's the andes it's not like a joke it's not like yeah we're strolling through gatineau park like this is very mountainous terrain yeah and it is another country so you guys whenever you're traveling you got to keep in mind that not everywhere has the same laws and regulation and safety and all of that all that cushion that we have in north america to keep you safe mm-hmm. and keep you from going missing like they, they don't have other. Pro- they got. They don't have it there. They got other problems. You know, their their police force is is not as funded as ours. Exactly. They don't have the means to like look for you in the fucking yeah, mountains. Yeah. So like, they it's, really don't. It's on you to stay alive, pretty much. So, yeah. Um. Not. We're not saying don't adventure. Go adventure. Not but like, that. not saying. Be that. smart about it. Be smart. Be safe. If you want to go hiking. Maybe go with a buddy if you're go gonna, with a friend. If you're going to go somewhere really dangerous, maybe go with at least one other person. Yeah, because as at we least know, that motherfucker can run back and try to get someone to help you. Yeah, something. So, like we all saw seventy-two hours. Absolutely, that was that terrifying. Was yeah, and that was in the states. That was in the states. Yeah, and no one found him and no, for seventy-two hours. <laughs> he had to cut his own arm off just to survive. Yeah, so. Just be careful, and um, Jesse Galganov, if you're out Our there, are with you. Wherever you are, we're thinking of you, and um, yeah, help help a sister out, help help a family out. She she needs that closure, and also, you know, yeah, just the awful story. It's an awful fucking story. Can we talk about one more topic? Yes. 
Can we talk about the tea that's happening in Ottawa lately? Okay. Like, yeah. girl, we, no, over, like, we got over the time, but you know what? This tea is just too good to pass up. I'm okay with going to, like, an hour and a half a little bit past. I think that's fair. I feel like the people want it. We did take a little hiatus we last need, week. We need to give the Lots people of... what they want. Okay, so I only read about this, like, yesterday because I was on – I was reading the paper – uh, I'm really into reading the paper lately. I'm getting... See, I, I'm getting I hadn't heard about this story until you told me. Yeah, so um, I don't know their first names. We don't watch hockey. We're not fans. But Hoffman and uh, Carlson. Carlson is currently He's um, like the, the, leader, the He's... leader of the Senators hockey team here in Ottawa. He has a beautiful wife. And um, just last year, they were expecting their first child their oh my son God. literally like i don't even get into the senators and stuff like i've seen yeah. carlson um out in a few different clubs like this year and the only reason why i know who he is because people were freaking out oh my god it's carlson i'm like where they're like literally the booth beside us i'm yeah. like oh i don't know who that is now we do yeah now we do so his wife um was expecting their first child and uh, unfortunately, the baby was a stillborn, which is like so heartbreaking and literally um, the worst thing that can happen. You so carry sad. that baby full term. So, you know, regardless of our interest in hockey, um, our hearts broke for her. And, mm-hmm. you know, so she they both received a lot of love and support from Canada, or no, from Canada, from Canada and from Ottawa specifically. Yes. But um, they had this one user on Instagram comment on their Instagram something awful. Out of all the support that they received, there was this one comment, and this lady said, that baby didn't have a chance because um, the wife, what's her name? Melina. Melinda. Melinda. Was a pill popper. Is a pill popper. Which is, like, disgusting and horrible to say about someone that's going through something so intense. Yeah, that's So uh, the story is that... They're saying that this user who deactivated her account is actually what's the other girl's name? Um, it's Hoffman, who's like another hockey player. It's his fiance. His, Hoffman's fiance. Um, her name is. Her last name is something Carrick. Carrick. It's something Carrick. Anyway, Monica Carrick. Monica Carrick is being accused um, that of cyberbullying and of terrorizing the other wife, Melinda. Melinda. And um, she's they basically said that she she's uttered numerous statements wishing her unborn child dead. This was before the miscarriage. Yeah. Um, And then she also uttered that she wished Melinda was dead and that someone should take out her husband, which is um, Carlson's legs to end his career. Awful. Who the fuck says shit like that? That's like, okay. Sometimes people have beef with other people, but you don't say that. Also, they allege that she's posted a, over a thousand negative and derogatory statements about her as a professional. Girl. So she's coming for Melinda. She's coming for Melinda hardcore, but they're saying that they have nothing to do with it. And her uh, fiance is standing behind his woman. And uh, I honestly don't think that he would know about it because I don't think any normal person would allow that type of behavior. So I don't mm. think uh, Hoffman knows about it or doesn't also like isn't aware that there, he's like an NHL this. 
player. He's like, busy. He he's so time. busy. He's like six a.m. hockey meets. Girl, like we the, barely have time to like to like live our lives. Live like, our lives. Let alone an Hoffman, NHL player. who is definitely overworked. Yeah, you know, he, he's busy. So he doesn't know what his life is up to. I don't think he. Yeah. So and I feel like he does love her. They're high school sweethearts. So I feel like he's got her back. As it should be when you're, you know, a couple. But yeah. I don't think he's realized that she's a psycho. She's and a psycho. We saw pictures because, again, we don't keep up with this. She kind of has psycho she looks. She looks like. Suspect. She looks like the high school mean girl. She is Regina George. She looks like the Regina George that snapped and is now uh, a 2020 because she killed someone. And Melinda looks like the girl next door. She looks like a sweetheart. Like, really nice girl. Looks like she grew up in the valley. You know? Yeah. Gorgeous. She's gorgeous. From a good family. Yeah. Gorgeous woman. Yeah. So, basically, she's cyberbullying her. So, yeah. So, this, um, I think she got an order, restraining order. Against her. But my thing is, like... Although we don't have all the tea because um, the news because sources... Because our news here sucks. They they're all respectful and shit. They're so they're too respectful to the point where you don't get all the dirty tea. And I get that we need to respect people's privacies, but also like... Where's the tea? Where's the tea? Give us the tea. So um, there has to be enough proof in uh-huh. order for this to be a thing, especially in the news, especially in Ottawa news, which exactly. we're very like... We'll tell you what happened where we're not telling you the everything. Exactly. You know? Um, so, yeah. I'm dying to know more. And I'm, I'm dying-, dying to know more. I feel like probably, from the sounds of it, this girl's, like, running her mouth because she's not scared to post it on social media. So, yeah. like, when they're having their, like, hockey wives night, she's like, yo, Melinda is yeah. so whack, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, like, the other girls are, like not saying anything into her face because she's the Regina George. But one of them who has a kind heart was like, yo, Melinda, like this bitch is saying all this shit about you. That's right. And Melinda was like, what? That was the Twitter user? Like, yeah, no, that's probably what went down. So, yeah, crazy. Anyways, Melinda, our hearts are with you also because that bitch is a jealous motherfucker. She's psycho. you are so much prettier than her. Yeah. And you're basically a saint for what you went through. Basically. St. Melinda. St. Melinda. Y'all, that's all we have for today. And, uh, oh, we're exactly at uh, an hour, hour and, and, a half. and a half. So right. our longest episode yet, but definitely worth, worth listening. It. Worth listening worth to it. it. So okay. um, we'll be See back next week. guys next week. Bye. Bye. You know, one of the great things about travel is just when you think that I've had enough of this, something really interesting happens and interesting things happen to me all the time.